This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury and welcome to Tech Talk this morning. Sears, a Californian technology consulting firm specializing in cloud solutions, artificial intelligence and data analytics, recently entered their services to the Malaysian market. And this new market entry will see Sears look to accelerate digitalization for businesses locally to enable business growth and sustainability into the new normal. Now, while the pandemic has undoubtedly played a pivotal role in speeding up digital adoption amongst local businesses, a study by the World Bank reported that Malaysian businesses are still underperforming as they're unable to move beyond the basic stages of digitalization. Only a minority of businesses at 6.3% have truly explored frontier digital technologies like data analytics largely due to a lack of expertise and unfamiliarity with advanced cloud computing. Now, CS believe that this problem, if left unchecked, can lead to businesses running the risk of being entrenched in existing legacy systems, unable to move forward beyond elementary digitalization, which could lead to rising costs to maintain these systems whilst yielding sub-optimal benefits. Ultimately, impacting bottom lines and potentially resulting in permanent shuttering of businesses. And recent data has shown that 89% of Malaysian businesses have a multi-cloud strategy, which is a cloud approach made up of more than one cloud service from more than one cloud vendor, be it public or private. Whilst 80% of them are combining the use of public and private clouds to replace traditional storage infrastructure and also helping them scale for growth. So that means that these businesses are on the right path. But when adopting cloud solutions, data strategy is everything. It's a long-term plan. It defines the tech, the processes, the people, and the rules required to manage an organization's information assets. And to help me break this down and to talk a little bit more about this, I have on the line with me right now, Siva G. Subramaniam. He's the head of data and analytics practice over at CS, live from London. Hi, Siva. How are you doing this morning? Hey, Richard. I'm doing good. How are you? Very well. Thank you very much. I understand it's very early in the morning where you are. How is the weather in London currently? Uh, it's a bit cold and it's drizzling from yesterday for the past two days. And uh, I just came London yesterday evening because I was on travel. Right. So, yeah, it's feeling cold. So, it sounds like typical English weather then? Yeah. Okay, Okay. let's talk a little bit about this then. And can you just introduce to me how data uh, can be a strategic asset for businesses and why they should be constructing a data strategy? See, data uh, strategy for any organization is a long-term plan, okay, Mm -hmm. which is a combination of technology, procedures, resources, and guidelines for any organization. So primarily the size doesn't matter for data, right? You get a data in raw format and you need to process it, define it, gather it, share it, and with multiple users. That's primarily the data strategy. Mm-hmm. In nutshell, primarily the data strategy is a combination of how you perform the data using a warehousing or data lake or how you handle the data silos. 
Right. So primarily data strategy in short will define the organization to improve efficiency, productivity, uh, improve decision makings, reduces cost and improve customer services. Mm-hmm. So it's primarily a gathering of data and making wise decision is nothing but a data strategy. Right. Okay. Now, when companies approach the idea of, of constructing a data strategy, um, what do you think are, are some of the, the common pitfalls when they do go about creating a, a, a data strategy? See, the common pitfalls the organization primarily do mistakes on creating a data strategy is uh, like creating a strategy with structure which cannot be modified at the later stage of the process. Right. The difficulty in estimating the strategy where they feel lack of confidence or they do a lot of mistakes over there. Mm-hmm. Then primarily maintaining a long-term data strategy. That is an, one of the key area where they do a lot of mistakes. Or creating a bi-spoken data strategy that don't reflect to their long-term business objectives. Mm-hmm. So these can be handled by a, you should go with an agile, uh, agile methodologies and strategy. You need to define a lot of short goals in data strategy. You need to uh, plan the data strategy in a way that you can achieve the short goals and travel towards the long goal. Mm. In the in short, you need to ro- choose the right technology which supports you. You need to choose the right framework or process or methodologies which can define the organization towards the right data strategy. Mm-hmm. What about these companies then that kind of... Um Look at data strategy as something after the fact. You know, they've put everything in place and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we, we, we should have been a little bit more uh, proactive. How do you talk to these companies who are in that position? See, see, primarily how we talk to this company is primarily wherever we talk to any customer, wherever they are towards any kind of data journey or data uh, strategy journey, so we try to understand what is their business objective goals are. Then primarily is their business objective goals is aligned to the data strategical goal and technology strategical goal. See, primarily right. data is one part of the technology strategical goal. Right. But the larger term is the business objective goal. So we bring all the business goals, technology goals, and data strategy goals together. Then primarily fit that into our template and mm-hmm. we define the data strategy goals and map their data strategy goals towards the business objective goals. Then we prepare a short-term goal objectives or roadmap for them and travel towards that. Right. And we also check whether they have chosen the right technologies, right skills, do they have the right people to support the data strategy, yeah. or they are somewhere missing it. Right, right, right. And so you, you mentioned a, a, a template which kind of indicates that there's no one-size-fits-all methodology to this. You know, every company that comes to you guys have has different wants and needs, correct? That's right. That's right. See, the data strategy, uh, there are key major pillar, pillars, right? You need to have a right data governance. Mm-hmm. So you, do, you don't know whether all the customers have the right data governance. Probably they might have basic ones to the expert ones. Yeah. So what does the company fits in? The data security, data quality, then you need to define the metadata management, then data modernization platform. So these are multiple principles which you are aligned to. And it doesn't mean that every customer need to go through this process. It depends on what is their business objective. 
Yeah. It depends on what technologies currently they use, what resource they have, and what skill sets primarily they are prefer to use or modify to use. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, uh, one of the things that we, we, we should talk about as well, uh, and this is something that, that crops up quite regularly when we talk about collection of data and data sources, is, is the idea of, of trust and when it comes to data. You know, we've seen a lot of leaks. We've also seen a lot of breaches and loss over the last few years. How do CS uh, look at this? And what, what's their kind of strategy when it comes to things like leaks and breaches? See, when it comes to leaks and breaches, I spoke about the data governance part. I spoke about the data security part and data quality and metadata management. So primarily, there is a lot of concepts like PIP data, personal information of the organization and the customer data, which is stored in the platform. And primarily, we also define the data platform setup, right? So whenever we choose any data platform setup, we make sure that the process is aligned to the data security within the country rules. For example, if it is UK, you need to go to go through the GDPR process. Right, yeah. Okay, including the PIP data. Okay, yeah. uh, then you need to define what kind of data volume, access control policy, data sensitivity, data quality, and what kind of data organization policies they have. You need to define it. Once you define it, you make sure that you give the right permission to the right resource to access the data Mm -hmm. so that you can make sure there is no data breach, no data leaks in future, and make sure you have taken necessary steps like removing the access when the person leaves the organization. You make sure that whenever there is a process, that's the reason you are setting a data governance team within the organization, which makes sure they do they they take care of the data leaks and data security issues and all those stuff mm-hmm. so primarily okay. data governance is the base layer where you can prevent uh, the data leaks and security using the right platform cloud platform okay uh, let's take a short break here uh Siva. I'm on the phone with uh, Siva Subramaniam. He is the head of data and analytics practice over at CS. Now, they were a company that was formed back in 2004. Uh, they're a modern technology consulting firm. They specialize in cloud services, data analytics, and AI. We'll be right back after these messages here on BFM 89.9. Busy following Money Trail, BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury. I'm on the phone with Siva G. Subramanian. He's the head of data and analytics practice over at CS. We're talking a little bit about how businesses in Malaysia are racing toward the data culture without realizing that there are common pitfalls in their data strategy. We've had a bit of a chat about some of them. Uh, Siva, uh, when we you mentioned earlier on about um, data governance, but let's move on to things like, you know, the undefined measure of success, you know, a strategy can't be deemed successful without well-defined KPIs. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? So, primarily, the data strategy KPIs is primarily 
a map towards the business strategy uh-huh. then alignments towards the data strategy then you need to define the right people process policy and culture right then the then you need to make sure that uh, the uh, the key concepts like mdm data warehousing business intelligence big data analytics data qualities data architecture and modeling are aligned to it then primarily you need to map those to the short term goals right as i told you about the short term goals so what are your key success if you ask me yeah. it is about the reducing the cost is one of the key success mm-hmm. then implementing the right technology for the uh, for the customer and make sure that uh, your short term goals are aligned so you cannot make a long term goal in a data strategy because the data will change in the process of course of time uh-huh. it might be uh, it might primarily you might add new sources to the data or you might have lot of structured data then you might bring unstructured data then semi structured data Mm-mm. so in short the success is nothing but uh, your cost of storage processing data uh, using the right resources then primarily whether you are having a long term approach and you have a platform you have designed a platform where you can articulate any kind of data sources in future you can add any kind of data sources where the platform is very supportable mm. then this platform is able to make sure that you are achieving your business goals then then also that is also aligned to a term that you don't need to change your strategy technology and platform for next 5 to 7 years right until there is a huge change in any of your uh, business strategies that is that is the success for data strategy now you briefly touched on um cloud costs um things like you know setting up in-house data management teams as well and when you have companies that come to you to talk to you about the right platforms to use and the right ways of using things and they discuss with you whether or not they want um a data warehouse or whether or not they want a data lake um or or even a combination of the two for people who are tuning in at home who haven't heard those phrases data warehouse and data lake can you explain a little bit about what the difference between the two are and what kind of companies might use one or the other okay perfect that's a that's a smart question uh see the data warehousing is something where you can deal with the customer or uh, customer has primarily a structured data and a combination of little bit of semi structured data or a data from a file format you can go with the data warehousing mm-hmm. with a combination if needed you can go with a database with the data warehousing combination but when you want to have a lot of pictures video formats unstructured data then you have a lot of uh, unrecognized data then you need to go for the concept of data lake so data lake is something like it's a platform where you can deal very easily with structured data uh-huh. semi structured data and unstructured data okay data okay. warehousing is a concept where you can primarily deal with a more of a structured data rather than an unstructured data where you don't need to process a video file picture formats and all those things that's uh, that's how we define it Okay. Um we're almost out of time, but before I let you go, um I want to hear about some, you know, uh real case success stories of, of um how CS have really helped these organizations establish um a good data-driven culture. Can you give me a couple of those before we wrap up? Sure, sure, perfect. In, in see primarily in Malaysia we have built an uh, a customer data platform for a customer retail customer 
mm-hmm. where they had multiple data isolation data sources they were in silos they were disjoint data sources then primarily they had a lot of multiple sources with large data size then they had various attributes across various channels they were not able to unify the data so they came to us and asked for a data strategy then primarily define the principles and make some successful in their journey so what we did is we used our data strategy template and our framework we primarily initially designed a end to end data strategy using a modern data platform Mm-hmm. and already they were in process of acquiring a gcp that is google cloud platform so we right. chose the right strategy right platform and we aligned it yeah. then we we also checked about their business strategy then we defined the foundation phases and we understood their shared shared capability technologies and what are the resources they have then we aligned that with our government goals agreed on the sources of data then primarily we mapped them to their enterprise wide vision then we also defined improving the data validation quality availability of data to all the business and technology users based uh-huh. on the needs I then see. we defined and collaborated the business values then we also built a robustic cultures and process using a data governance framework then uh, then we came into the key success like removing the duplications fragmentation right. of data bringing all the silos data together and making automated data decision rather than a manual data decision mm-hmm. then we aligned them to a common goals using our cs capabilities and frameworks and also our skilled data resources on both data management and data analytics including alml so we did all this including defining the principles parallel principles like data governance data security data quality metadata management and the analytical process on the gcp so these are the things we have done for the customer after doing all those things we were very very successful they re- we reduced their cost close to 60% oh wow then we were we were able to centralize the data in a cloud mm-hmm. then we were able to run a data campaign in a automated decision valuing using for the retail customers then all the stores and the users of the retail customers were, were quite happy in the auto decisioning mm-hmm. which were transformed like 30 minutes to 3 minutes in a decision making scenario for example you want to give a voucher to them for spending close to 3000 uh, malaysian ringgits in a year then automatically those things happen without any manual approvals see that was great thank you very much thanks richard thanks for your time it was great speaking to you Absolutely. Uh folks, I've been on the phone with Siva G Subramanian. He's the head of data and analytics practice at CS. If you want to know more about them, they were founded in 2004, a modern technology consulting firm specializing in cloud services, data analytics and AI. They work to be the first in finding out what's needed in every industry, including retail, healthcare, manufacturing and finance, and leverages cloud services, data analytics and AI. through new age hyperscalers like Google Cloud and Amazon Web Services. Their goal is to deliver effective and efficient solutions for their clients. If you want to find out more, head over to their website. It is www.cs.com. That's s e a r c e.com. And if you missed any part of this show, you can download the podcast wherever you normally get it from. I recommend the BFM app. That is available from the Apple App Store or Google Play. For Tech Talk on BFM My name is Rich Bradbury.
You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.